since the Assyrians started the beer culture and they kind of invented the beer care a few thousand years ago. Um, everybody in Assyrian society had a beard. Hipsters, you can all thank the Assyrians 7,000 years ago for starting your cool <laughs> beard culture now. Definitely. listeners and welcome to the first Assyrian podcast coming to you from Sweden. In episode 91, you will get to know Nahrun Jano from Germany, an engineering student turned entrepreneur. Starting beard care company Sergon's Original due to a lack of variety of beard oil scents for what first started as a hobby, Nahrun has created a small business that brings ancient Assyrian beard culture to modern times. In this episode, we will hear about royal Assyrian beards, what inspired Nahrun to start Sergon's Original, and his advice to aspiring entrepreneurs. You can find the products at sedgonsoriginal.com, and until March 11th, you can enjoy 20% off with code Assyrian Podcast. Before we jump into the interview, I would like to remind you to subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. If you know someone who should be a guest, please reach out to us, as we would love to hear from you. The Assyrian Podcast is brought to you by Tony Caligarakos and the Injury Lawyers of Illinois in New York. If you know anyone that has been in a serious accident, please reach out to Tony. He has been recognized as a top 40 lawyer and a rising star by Super Lawyers Publication and has obtained multiple multi-million dollar awards. Tony Caligarakos can be reached at injuryrights.com or 847-982-9516. And now, here is Nahrun Jano of Sergon's Original. One of the first things I remember striking me about you is that you're very detail-oriented like I am. And I actually remember writing you, thank you for such a thorough answer in one of my million emails where I was asking you what are possibly self-explanatory questions, like what's the difference between a beard oil and a beard balm, or what's the difference between what a beard comb does and what a beard brush does. Can you tell us a little bit how the idea behind Sergon's original began? Of course, uh, but first of all, there not uh, there was not uh, any silly question because I get them all the time. Uh, so the idea uh, started as a hobby um, when I decided to grow my beard and to keep it. Um, you have to think of the right beard care, how you take care of it, and you got to research because you don't know nothing about it. Since my mother worked at the pharmacy. I asked her about it and she brought me some oils, so I started to mix them up, um, but I had no, no idea what I was doing. Um, okay. So I had to take some research, to took some research, uh, which oil is good for what, which oil has which effect, and then the scent, how should it smell, and all that kind of stuff. So I mixed like about 20 oils, and then I wanted to know, um, compared to those oils, which are sold and uh, on the market. I wanted to compare them to mine. Are they better? Are they worse? How are they? So I bought like four or five of them and I didn't like the smell because the scent, um, because they were only, to that time, there were only two scents, wooden or sweet, and both really extreme. Okay. So after 12 hours, you only have that, uh, you still have that scent under the nose and you don't like that. You Definitely don't want that. Definitely not pleasant to be yeah. walking around with all day. Um, and so I gave them away, um, gave them as a present to some friends and I did some research and saw that 
there is no other scent and that's how the idea started to start a business out of that and then it was destined to name it after the most famous Assyrian king because they started the beer culture a few thousand years ago. Okay, so I was actually going to ask you about that as well. So Assyrians did start the beard culture, as you said. So obviously it does, you starting this company was a matter of wanting to find a good product for yourself. Yes, um, definitely. But I love how it's also tied in with our ancestry mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and our people and our traditions and things like that. Can you tell us what products you have first? Of course, um, there are four products. First of all, the beard oil, which is the basic product to take care of the beard. It smoothens the beard, it softens it, um, moisturizes it, uh, gives you a nice scent. Um, then we got the balm. Um, it does the same as the oil. It moisturizes it, fattens it, um, spends some vitamins. Um, but the main difference between those two uh, is that the balm keeps the beard in shape so you can play with it and uh, all that stuff but it still looks good after 12 hours it, that doesn't matter um, it keeps it in shape so you'll still look fly 12 <laughs> yeah, hours perfect. later excellent um, I, then we got the comb and the brush mm. like i said before there is no silly question the difference between both of them is that the brush uh, since it's uh, made out of pore bristles mm. um, it takes the oil or the balm and uh, spreads it through your whole beard and even on the skin which is very important and then you get the comb um, to bring the beard back in shape so the comb is more like uh, a traveling uh, item which you can take uh, with you okay. when you go out for dinner or something like that or party oh nice um, so you just pull it out of your yeah. like suit pocket all sly and just exactly. like comb um, your beard Nice. Exactly. And then we got the box which you ordered um, and that the idea behind it was uh, to have a cool item in the bathroom. Most of the boys or men don't really have any space in the bathroom True. Uh, since the girls or women take all, up all the space. So the idea behind it was to have I'm going to let that slide, okay? <laughs> We're just going to let that one slide right now. <laughs> that wasn't offensive. Uh, I didn't mean it. No offense taken. Offense. It's okay. We have um, a lot of products. Yeah, so the idea was to have a small item in the bathroom where the man can place all his uh, stuff he needs, to take, uh, he needs for taking care of his beard without getting... Uh, too much in the comfort zone of the woman Um, okay yeah so i love that that's actually the idea of the box so because the box is my favorite product obviously you can't have anything of course you can't have anything you can't have the box without the actual original products that you have but the box has such this has such an amazing uh craftsmanship it's a wooden box that you can open Mm. like the top is hinged so it's not you can tell just from looking at it what good quality it is it has the logo engraved on the top it's really really uh detailed i love that you have so much branding for example even uh the outer package Mm -hmm. has uh, a sticker on it um there are different branding things inside the inside the package itself as i said i originally ordered this as a christmas gift Mm -hmm. what other occasions do you think your product would make a good gift for 
I think any occasion. I, to be honest, I don't think you need uh, an occasion for that. If you want to do something nice for a beloved one, you always can uh, buy one of our uh, items, products, or even the whole box. But since you asked the question, let's answer it proper. Uh, for example, Valentine's Day, birthday, uh, Father's Day. I don't know, there are many occasions, uh, but like I said, I'm not really, I'm not a fan of occasional gifts. I don't like that at all, but it's part of the culture, it's part of our society, so any occasion is a good occasion. I agree with that. And then the good thing is sometimes it's hard for, I think, women to shop for men because you never know what to get. So this is great because it's a product that your friend or cousin or brother or boyfriend mm -hmm. or husband or whatever the case is if they have a beard would need it comes so beautifully branded and you can tell it's such a sophisticated uh yakuro piece to borrow a word <laughs> from a syrian um you can really tell what high quality uh workmanship has gone into the product thank you very much absolutely. that was very important to me absolutely and it absolutely shows so I'm sure a lot of research went into creating the first beard oil. Um, yes. You spoke to us a little mm -hmm. bit about it. Can you tell us a little bit about, a little more detail about how you created that first oil, uh, what scents you ended up deciding on using, and how that came to be? Of course. Um, first of all, it took, like you said, it took some time until the final product was uh, ready. It took almost a year and a half for each the oil and the balm until uh, the recipe was done. Wow. Um, yeah, I had to try a lot of uh, recipes until um, the final product was perfect. So I didn't want to sell anything. Um, I wanted to be the perfect product, uh, not just to be a salesman, um, but to make the customers happy and uh, to like the product so that the product speaks for itself. Um, and for the scent, that was, like I said before, to the time when I started in 2015, there were only two scents, the wooden scent or the sweet scent. So for me, it was clear I'm definitely going to do something else. Uh, and so I had to think about it. And uh, there was not much thinking needed since I grew up uh, with my grandmother's roses in her garden. So it was clear I definitely going to use uh, the scent of the roses um, but to combine it with with something good and not to make it too girly like it's still a product for men absolutely um, I tried to do something fresh and fruity and kind of sweet so decided to use some uh, citric flavors and the final product is uh, the final scent can by happen to be rose lime grapefruit uh, orange and mandarin Lovely. I love Thank that. You. How many people are in the company Sargon's Original? Um, it's kind of a one-man show, but I wouldn't be anything without my brothers. they helping me with everything. Uh, any convention we're going to, any uh, barber or beard convention, um, I wouldn't be able to run this business without them. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So it's... Uh, Thanks to them and shout out to them. Awesome. <laughs> shout out to the brothers. Nice. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with the name Sergon's Original and also a little bit about your logo? 
of course, um, since the Assyrians started the beer culture and they kind of invented the beer care a few thousand years ago, um, everybody in Assyrian society had a beard. Hipsters, you can all thank the Assyrians 7,000 years ago for starting your cool <laughs> beard culture now. Definitely. Um, so the point is, uh, for the royals and the wealthy people, it was kind of a status symbol. Like when today you have got to drive a nice car or have a nice home, um, they had to show their beard and uh, to have it in a good shape. Uh, well-groomed and uh, always look stuff. presentable yes, very nice definitely um, so for me it was clear when when I decided to uh, start this business um, it was clear and uh, to use that story um, but I didn't want to use the logo of the king Sargon um, I thought it would be cool to use Ashur uh, the main god and everything was named after him our whole culture the capital, the people, the land uh, itself. So I decided to use him as uh, the logo, but I don't want, didn't want to name it after him because he was a mythical figure. And since they started all the whole beard culture and the beard care, uh, I decided to take the most famous king, Sargon, since he was a real person and he himself used oil or let his life groom his beard with oil right um, it's nice to be a king <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> um yeah and that's why i decided to use uh, his name for the brand name okay wonderful yeah. so it's a nice uh, melding of something mythical from our our culture as well as something concrete and tangible like melded exactly. into one yeah Perfect. That was the idea behind it. Perfect. To be honest, I uh, struggled a little bit uh, about the name. I wasn't sure what name I will give the brand. Um, I wasn't sure about using Ashur, using Ashur Banipal, uh, maybe. Um, but like I said, in the end, I just decided, I just woke up one day and said, okay, it's going to have to be Sargon. And th then it was done. And that's it. Yeah. Have non-Assyrians had trouble with the name Sargon in your experience? Because I know you no. have non-Assyrian customers as well in Germany. Yes, but you have to explain uh, the name and the story behind the company. And that was one of the reasons why I decided uh, to use uh, our historical background. Um, not that it was only destined, but uh, to spread the Assyrian name around the world, especially through the non-Assyrian customers. Um, to give something back because I am very proud about our legacy, um, the way the things our forefathers achieved. So that was very important to me. And uh, I always like to tell that story. Absolutely. Everybody asks, okay, why Sargon? Uh, and why it's called like that? What is all that? And the design in the label, cuneiform. Um, even decided to use that um, on the product, on the label. We even put the code of Hammurabi in it, um, match it a little, bit, a little bit to the products. Uh, like the first rule is grow your beard. The second is uh, take care of your beard. Nice. Um, and so on. On the balm, it's uh, the third rule is 
keep your beard in shape, in a good shape. Were these actual Hammurabi's laws? No, not not at all. <laughs> that that uh, those are our own uh, laws, but these we are decided Sargon's to give. Laws. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the modern Sargon. Absolutely, but that's great. I love how how your company really does have a mix of uh, our ancestry and our history. And it really brings something modern, and it seems to be a perfect mix and a way to introduce non-Assyrians and remind some Assyrians today uh, about, as you said, everything that our forefathers have done. Yes, definitely. Thank you. But that took some time until everything uh, was settled, uh, which elements we're going to use, uh, which we will keep out of it. Because there are too many things our forefathers achieved, so it was kind of difficult. Um, so I decided to use the most important and most famous one, like the Code of Hammurabi. Uh, that was the first written laws ever. Um, so I thought it's kind of cool to use that uh, in our own way uh, and in a funny way. I really like that. That's a really cool Thank idea. You. So again, a lot of attention to detail in terms of what went into your logo, what went into your branding, what goes into your marketing. Um, so I, I really, really like that. Thank you very and much. And I think it's, uh, it goes back to what you said, that you don't want to just put out a product that's just anything just to sell. Mm -hmm. But it, I can really tell that you have put a lot of time and research and thinking into how you're going to present your product, what kind of quality it is, what it shows people, mm -hmm. uh, not only about yourself and your business, but about the Assyrian people in, in general. Definitely. Okay. I am a name fanatic, <laughs> and uh, I love yours. Can you Thank tell you. us what Nahrun means? Of course, um, it's called, it comes from the Assyrian name Nahro, and uh, which is translated to river. Um, since I grew up in a very proud Assyrian family, uh, especially thanks to my dad, um, he gave us Assyrian names uh, or even religious names, um, but. He wanted to give something back, like to name me after the most important part of our ancient culture, which were the two rivers. So he decided to uh, name me Nahrun after river. Yeah, named after the two rivers. Very nice. That's beautiful. Uh, so as you said, you grew up in a very nationalistic family, as did I. Uh, can Glad you... to hear. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit how you think that may have shaped your personality and worldview as a young adult today? Of course, um, I think uh, every Assyrian kind of struggles with that, that we don't have our own country and that we are, bor are born and raised in foreign countries. Um, so we kind of feel at home, but not at all. So. For me, it's very important to know where we come from, um, to know what our forefathers achieved, uh, the mathematics, the inventions they had. Um, and yeah, you can see that in, in my business I started. Um, I named it after the most famous king. I used the most famous elements uh, which our ancient kings or people achieved. Yeah, you could say the most important point for me is um, that you should never forget where you come from and to be proud of your history. You uh, should never forget that. Absolutely. I agree with that 
So initially you were doing this as a side hustle while you were studying electrical engineering, is that correct? Yes, that's right. Was it hard to start a business, and dare I say a successful business, in your <laughs> spare time? Um, yeah, kind of. In the beginning not, but uh, then while it took its shape, uh, while you shaped the company and then finally you just did it, um, you had to... You have to decide, okay, do I concentrate on my studies or on the company? So you put some money, you invested some money into the company. Okay, so you concentrate more on your company, which leaves less time for your studies. So, of course, uh, the studies struggled a little bit, a little bit under uh, the company. But in the end, I'm proud that I did it and I'm really happy that I did it. I learned a lot. Thanks to the company, because of the company, I learned a lot of, met a lot of very nice and cool people. Uh, for example, you. And Thank you. I <laughs> have the honor to do this interview. Um, it's definitely possible. It's a question of time management. Okay, time <laughs> management. Yes, that brings me to another question, which is, I think, very important. There's a lot of people that maybe want to start a business venture or a project or fulhonom thonoyo or any right. any kind of project in their whether in the Assyrian mm -hmm. aspect or in a different aspect of their lives and it can be very hard because either we're studying or working full time and then yep. we have families and then you have to have a social life and all this different stuff going on in and our the lives risk these days that come by absolutely with it. the risk as well how do you If you could give advice to anybody in that position that has this really wonderful idea, let's say a business venture, and they want to start it, but they're just so overwhelmed with everything that it takes, all the research, all the uh, financial investment, uh, not even knowing where mm -hmm. to start sometimes. I feel like a lot of people have that problem yes, where it's just so much and they don't know where to mm -hmm. begin. Looking back on your experiences while you were studying and then you had to take some time off uh, to really focus on Sadgun's original and then once that started going well, uh, you went back to your studying. If you could give listeners one piece of advice on how to take that first step, what would it be? Just do it. Just do it. Seriously, guys, just do it. If you won't do it, you will regret it. If you tried it, you'll know and it doesn't work how you planned it or even if it works, um, you will always regret it if you didn't try it. So just give it a try if you have a um, dream or a good idea and you want to do it, especially in this time where it is so easy to start a new company, a startup. Um, just Give it a try. Why do you say, especially at this time when it's so easy? Because we're living in a modern time where everybody and everything is connected. Uh, you get to know people for everything. Like uh, during school or at work, you know people who could do, for example, a website. Okay, can you help me with that? So you don't really need the financial wealth like you did you had to uh, 50 years ago when you had to wanted to start a business um, you could get a credit or find an investor if it's a good idea everybody will help you out with that so just give it a try okay so 
Just do it. Definitely. Just right. do it. Close your eyes and jump. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, you're right. If you never try it, you'll never know. You'll never know. Absolutely. I agree. What are your current desires for your company? That's a good question. Um, right now, we're focusing on the German market um, since we're from Germany. Um, but we got customers from all around the world, but mostly from the German-speaking area like uh, Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. Um, but we're working on some new uh, products like a beard soap, a new scent, another scent, and uh, mustache wax. Okay. Yeah. Mustache wax. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because you showed me a picture earlier. <laughs> so maybe you could describe to our listeners what the mustache wax is for. Uh, yes, it's just if you want to wear a mustache the proper way, you just have to use... So you guys can't see Nahdun <laughs> right now, but he's literally like twisting his mustache like those old school and those old school movies. You see, I don't know what they're called, those kinds of mustaches. Just a mustache. They don't have a special name, like these ones, the long ones that you can twirl at the Not end? Not that I know of. Okay, but if only you guys could see him, he's literally, <laughs> as he's talking to me, sitting there twirling his mustache so happy. That's kind of uh, you definitely, yeah. yeah, you embody your whole product for sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, the mustache wax is just if you want to twist it, if you want to keep it in good shape. But personally, I don't use mustache wax for... Uh, to keep it in that shape i just use use the bun because i like to play with it as you said yes. um it helps you think it, it helps me thinking um and it confuses everybody around you <laughs> <laughs> i would say that now every time i see somebody like playing with their beard i'm gonna wonder if they're thinking and if it's helping them think but most of that. the time it's uh, to confuse everybody is it yeah, okay so now definitely. i'm gonna be looking at everybody with a beard with a side eye why are you trying to confuse me as we said a lot of assyrians are beard lovers uh the men love having them i can speak for myself the women love looking at them do you have any plans to showcase your products at any Assyrian events like convention or festivals or anything like that? Uh, to be honest, there are no plans like that, but uh, we're happy for any occasion. If there is an upcoming convention or a festival we don't know of, um, we'd be happy to hear about it. And then, of course, why not? All right, nice. So eventually you're hoping to expand outside of Germany? Yeah, sometime okay. in the future, but like I said, for now, it's the focus is on the German market uh, since we were born there, and Germany is uh, yeah, kind of a big country. Uh, compared to Sweden, it's really big. <laughs> Geography is not my strongest suit, but <laughs> I'm not sure about that no, one. <laughs> I meant the population, not, not oh, the that, geographics. Yes. Oh, yeah. that, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, but that makes sense, and I think that's a really good idea. So that again, you grow slowly but surely, mm -hmm. and you can have a good base where you started, and then um, eventually spread out to other yes. to other places. Yeah, basically, it's still a side business. Um, so we go step by step, and uh, we we're going to take our time. So yeah. Okay. How how many hours would you say you spend per week? Um, on Sargon's original that depends some one week more the other less that depends on on the project projects not projects <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, right now it's about 10 to 15 hours. Um, most of the time we're just packing the orders, but uh, like I said, we're trying out new products, we're de developing new products. So it's kind of tricky. It, that's kind of a tricky question, which is uh, kind of difficult to answer because you need to test the products. Um, you need to put the time in it to uh, develop thinking. To be honest, there is no time I'm not working. Okay. So the business is always in mind, but um, it's not that I'm sitting 24 seven uh, and thinking about the business. Uh, preparing some projects or anything like that. Um, when I get an, a new idea, I just write it down uh, for later when I'm in the office and take care of work. Um, so yeah, I would say 10 to 15 hours. Uh, okay. Looking back, let's say five or 10 years ago, mm -hmm. even five maybe, would you think that you would have reached where you have with your company? Never, because there wasn't even the idea that I would own that kind of company. As little as a few <laughs> no, years ago. Yeah, um, till the exact moment I decided to found the company, um, I would never dream of uh, selling beer care products, producing beer care products and selling them. Very cool. So you really never know how life is going to turn out yes and that's why i said just try it give it a try if you get a good idea just go with it absolutely because a lot of people will make plans for years mm -hmm. and and think about a company and talk about talk about it and try to get loans and, and don't you. overthink it don't overthink don't it overthink that's it. another good one okay so just do it and don't overthink it just jump right in of course create a plan for of it course. but don't overthink it if you overthinking it you will never do it Okay. Because then you will think about the risk and even more and then there will appear another risk and another one and then at the end you will sit, uh, be sitting there. Should I really do that? Yeah, just do it. Okay, I like this. Very inspirational. Uh, a final question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had one thing to say to Assyrians listening to this from all over the world, what would that be? be proud of your legacy and never be ashamed of it. Um, if anybody asks, never be tired about telling them our story. Um, our forefathers achieved a lot, uh, many great inventions. Um, the most popular drink of the world, for example, beer. Absolutely. Um, so never be too tired to tell our story um, so that non-Assyrians know from which people we are, where we came from. And yeah, I think that would be it. Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. I couldn't have said that any better myself, so I think we're gonna end on that note. Where can everybody find you online? Um, Sargasoriginal.com Perfect. Toadisagi. Thank you.